Hi, I'm Apollonia. You may remember me from Purple Rain as leading lady to Prince, or from my band Apollonia 6. I've starred in films, TV shows, and I've been on the cover of magazines all over the world, including Playboy. I was also an LA Rams cheerleader. I'm going to take you with me. Welcome to my podcast, Apollonia Studio 6. Hi, I'm Apollonia, and welcome to Apollonia Studio 6. On my right is my co-host, Mr. Seth. Mr. Seth, who do we have here today? Today, we are overjoyed to have someone that's not only our friend, but we consider a brother. He is an unbelievable writer, producer, musician. If Minneapolis had a Mount Rushmore of music, (laughs) his face would be there. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's just that amazing. The one and only. Mr. Andre Simone. Yeah. Welcome, Andre. You're far too kind. Thank you. (laughs) Far too kind. Wow. Yes. Andre Simone. Thank you so much. I'm honored to be here. Just so you know, I'm happy to be here. I'm glad you guys plucked me out of uh, my obscurity. I got me out of my uh, studio. (laughs) So I'm happy to be here. We're just delighted that you're here with us. It's it's an honor. I mean, like Seth says, you're our family. You know, you're Absolutely. our brother. We love yeah. you so much. We visit yes, often. We do. We do. Unfortunately, COVID has kept us a little bit apart, so this allows us to hang out and, you know, maybe we'll do something fun later. You know, yeah. a little surprise. That would be great. But uh, thank you for being here. Yeah. So, we have so many questions for you. <laughs> yes. Do you have a question? You want to start? <clears throat> well. You know, I I think that uh, you know most of the world is familiar with the 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 story that you know you and Prince were best friends growing mm-hmm. up, and uh, uh, you were in in bands, and since you were knee high to a grasshopper, <laughs> that's about right, yeah. And uh, that uh, he lived with your family family mm-hmm. for for a long time, and mm-hmm. um, you and him actually wrote a lot of songs together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you remember maybe the first song the two of you wrote together and how old the two of you were? Ah, uh, um, probably about, I would say, maybe 12, 13, Ooh. maybe something oh. like that, yeah. Uh, we were in seventh grade, so, um, and right away we, 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 we had so much in common. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause I, you know, when he said he was a musician, I really thought he was joking, you know. Cause I thought, you know, cause I was already, you know, I'd already been in a talent show and hated it, but I loved it, you know. Cause I should have danced, mm-hmm. um, but instead I sang. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you know, so I thought that, you know, I was, I, I thought I was there, I was on my way, and I already thought, you know, Jackson Five, I had my sights on Michael Jackson, taking him out, right. right. <laughs> And then I met Prince, and he said, "Yeah, I'm a, I, I, pl- I'm, I play music." I said, "Yeah, sure you do." And uh, you know, he said, "No, really." I said, "Yeah, well, good. You know, so do I." But you know, and then we, you know, as we got to talking, uh, it turns out he was serious. Mm-hmm. You know, and we started talking about music. And the, the thing that really, um, I think, probably drew me, and probably drew him as well, is his knowledge of the music that I was listening to, because. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was a loner back then. I was—I didn't have very many friends at all. I mean, I still don't. But back, but back then, I was even—I was such an oddball because I used to listen to 
a lot of uh, I, I was just into music, and and uh, because I was the youngest of six, we had uh, you know tons and tons of records. And so one of the things that was interesting is I would say a song about, I said, well, do you know, you know, and I said like association, mm-hmm. cherish, and he's like, right. yeah, you know that? I was like, yeah, do you know that? And then I would say another song. I would just try to see if I, you know, just, because if, if I want to see if somebody really is serious mm-hmm. about yeah. music, I'll name songs and music mm-hmm. to see if they're really, because if you're really into it, you'll know all this stuff. I mean, right. obviously the James mm-hmm. Brown stuff is easy and, mm-hmm. you know, and back then, um, you know, Motown stuff was easy, you know, Smokey Robinson, Miracles, all, Temptations, all that stuff is easy. But getting into like uh, um, the Righteous Brothers or, right. um, you know, um, you know, well, even the Beatles. You know. I was just going to say the Beatles. I was he was, that he was like in all that stuff. And then I find out, you know, I think you've probably heard the story a million times, but our fathers were in a band together. Mm-hmm. We didn't know that when we met. We didn't realize wow. that until. I didn't um, know that. Did oh, you yeah. Know that? Wow! No, no, I we didn't. didn't know we didn't know that until after we met in uh, in 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 seventh grade, mm-hmm. and he said you should come and jam, and so I went to jam over at his his dad's apartment, and um, and you know he's playing the piano, and then I was like, okay, so you you really yeah. are a musician, mm-hmm. and so we was jamming, and his dad had a, a big ukulele, and I played it, and he was like, oh yeah, you you can play, so we yeah. realized we both can play, um. And so as I was sitting there listening to him play like Man from Uncle or whatever it was, mm-hmm. I looked on the piano and it was like a picture of a uh, of a band, you know, and I realized the guy in the back looked like my dad, but he had hair, you know, okay. my dad, you right. know, my dad didn't have hair. Oh, like, right. <laughs> so um, he told me to ask his dad when he got home, which I did. And his dad, you know, first was looking at me like, why are you here? Right. Um, and uh, but when I asked him about the picture, he freaked out. I mean, he freaked out. Mm-hmm. He was like, you're Fred Anderson. So he's like, oh, my God. Wow. And he just went from wanting me out of the apartment to he wanted me to move in. Right. <laughs> he was wow. like, then he started talking about my dad. And I'd never heard stories like that about my dad. He knew my mom. He knew my family. You know, wow. you know he knew all about me, which was very, very weird. Remarkable. But, uh, from then on, we were, we were good So friends. what year, about what time was this? Uh, Seventy, maybe seventy-one, seventy. Oh, okay. I guess, yeah. Wow. Yeah, so, long time ago. <laughs> wow. Wild. Yeah. So, I have you here because you're born in Minneapolis, of course. That's correct. Yeah. Musician, bass player, piano player, guitar, drums, bass, brass section, record producer, brilliant <laughs> songwriter, composer, rock, funk, new wave, urban, contemporary. That's unbelievable. Yeah, well, I mean, I you know, I th- I think I got it honestly because my father was a musician, mm-hmm. and, and I you know, um, I really am lucky because he's you know serious musician. Mm-hmm. He took music um, extremely serious. I mean, you 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 got to know John Nelson, mm-hmm. you know. Yes, <laughs> he was like a mentor and a teacher right. and all that kind of stuff, and he took music serious. And you know, he basically kind of you know taught me a lot about life and about music and about mm-hmm. a lot of this stuff. So, you know, I mean. One of the things that they did is is really, you know, said if you're going to get involved in music, mm-hmm. you know, but really not just him, but him and, you know, my family, people in my family as well. I mean, because they're very, you know, um, you know, they said you got to be serious, right? You know, and I've always been somebody who, you know, I mean, I'm, I don't compromise is not a, <laughs> yeah. it's not a big word in my vocabulary. Yeah. I don't really, I'm, I'm working on it. Yeah, I think we were talking about that earlier. Right. It's a word I'm still working on, but uh, I'm getting there. Now, your mom is. Well known to all of us, Bernadette, social worker. Yeah. 
and uh, she did a lot for Prince, became mm-hmm. like a mother figure. Mm-hmm. You're the youngest of six. That's correct, yeah. So tell me about what was that like to have, you know, then the Anderson home, you know, had a new member of the family, a young prince, mm-hmm. because his father and him had issues. So he didn't have a place to live. So he stayed with you. He lived with you, and your mother became sort of like his mother. And then, ironically, John, his father, mentored you. Yeah, it's a it's a little different than all of that, mm. but uh, but in essence, that's mm-hmm. sort of kind of sort of right. Sort of kind. Yeah, mm-hmm. sort of kind of. Um, but ultimately, he came to live with us. I mean, you know, I I think you know, um, you know, he had whatever his issue, his issues were. But, you know, I mean, my family, my family's house, my mother's house, was one of those kind of houses. You know, there's always a house in the neighborhood mm-hmm. where everybody sort of gravitates. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, you have the freedom to do, um, you know, what, what you want, what yeah. you like, you know. And our thing was music, obviously. And, you know, like I said, I was really into music. And so yeah. for him to find somebody that was in, as into music as I was, he just loved hanging out, mm-hmm. you know. And he just kept wanting to, you know kept wanting to be around and you know every time i turned around there he was right. and you know i mean i you know it's it's it was it was a little bit weird you know he because, became uh, like a little brother almost and he really was looking yeah. up to you yeah i mean well i was you know i was um you know uh <clears throat> um how do i say you know it's uh, it's not very flattering for me but because i you know i grew up in the project so mm-hmm. i i kind of had a very street uh mm-hmm. kind of presence about me, um, and uh, I didn't take a whole lot of stuff from anybody, mm-hmm. um, and I didn't have a whole lot of patience for nonsense. Um, mm-hmm. And I was about just doing stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm still like that. I'm just like, you know, I don't. I'm not interested in talking about anything. You know, people talk about a lot of stuff, and you know, it's like I said in the beginning. He talked about how he did this and did that mm-hmm. and played all these. Just, you know, he didn't talk about playing his, but he said he played the piano and the guitar and. And I was like, yeah, well, show me, right. you know, and I've always been like that. It's just, you know, it's like, let's, you know, and then, then it was like, oh, well, you know, um, but it, you know, yeah, it was, it was, but with the Andersons, you know, growing up um, with all that, it's just, it's just a beautiful thing. Cause my, yeah. my family is very dynamic. My mother is very, very loving and very mm-hmm. nurturing. Um, and really, I think meant a lot, meant the world to him. Cause mm-hmm. you know, um, in some ways, you know, um, she uh, she kind of became closer to him at points than she was even with me. So mm. that's how you know how dynamic it got. Right. Yeah. You know, which is uh, which is always interesting. It was a few times I found myself going, um, "How come I can't have that last slice of cake? Right. <laughs> Why does I, he get that?" I was right. just going to ask, how did that make you feel yeah. in your own home? Yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, ultimately it was cool because I mean, you know, I mean, being the youngest and you know having to, you know, sort of because my older brothers were no nonsense. I mean, they were like no joke. So, you know, um, you know, I finally had somebody that I could, you know, I could uh, sort of that was on the same level. It wasn't right. like I had to like, you know, you know, do everything and you know just listen to whatever they say, whatever kind of goofball job they gave me to go run and have to do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, here, go hide this bag over here. <laughs> Make sure that, see those guys with those uniforms? Make sure that they come. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, uh, I, I could stop doing that. <laughs> man. 
But your your um good some of your siblings were, were musically inclined too because your sister Linda mm-hmm. was in your band. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she was also in, in our band, band. Yeah. Central mm-hmm. yeah. too, right? Yeah, she was uh, um well, you know, I mean I you know, when we decided to put a band together, yeah. um I said I have a sister that plays keyboards. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's uh, kind of yep. how she came to be in that environment and you know, I mean and Linda's, uh, she's she's very she's very talented, but yeah. she's, you know, she's very shy. So okay. it's, uh, you know, it's uh, it was um, wasn't an easy sell for her. But oh, you know, okay. you know, me mm. being the kind of brother that I am, I was yeah. able to, you know, keep pushing and finally got her to to do it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sold her on it. Yeah. <laughs> I was looking at the name Grand Central. You had to change it to Champagne because of Graham Central Station. That's not right. <laughs> That's not right? No. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Wikipedia, what the hell is going on with you fools? Yeah, why would they know? So explain it, then correct me, please. Okay. Or correct Wikipedia, correct sure. us both. Yeah. Grand Central, first of all, it was um, Grand from Grand Funk, Funk Railroad. Mm, yeah. Oh, Central, okay. yeah. That's, yeah. Central, Mark Farner. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we used to play a lot of that stuff. That was one of Prince's favorite groups. Oh, really? uh, yeah. The guitar player, uh, Mark Farner. Yeah. His, that was one of his uh, favorite guitars. Really? Um, but um, so yeah, no. Grand came from Grand Funk Railroad Central because okay. we went to Central High School, mm-hmm. um, and we were Grand Central, and it got to be a problem with because people kept saying, "Yeah, Grand Central Station," you know, and that that got to be an issue. Right. But ultimately, um, uh, when Prince left, you know, because he came mm-hmm. up with the name, mm-hmm. we just um, uh, Morris and his mother uh, decided maybe we should come up with another name. And so we came up with Champagne. So, so Morris was in Champagne. Oh yeah, Champagne, Illinois. That was kind of the playoff mm. of that whole thing. Man. <clears throat> oh, so, so when Prince, oh, so Prince left to do his solo solo thing, and you continued on without him. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. I didn't know that. Oh yeah, okay. there's a <laughs> okay. There's a whole whole nother. There's a whole there's a whole nother. nother I mean, it's thing. a yeah. Okay, got it. Yeah. Got you. Got you, got you. Okay, all right. Interesting. Wow. Okay. So, so let's jump forward a little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when let's talk about when when it's time. You know, when Prince gets his deal, et cetera, et cetera. Now it's time for the touring band. It, I'm sure it was probably a no brainer that you're going to be right there with him. <laughs> you're his right hand man. You're his, really his partner in crime. I this now this is just me on the outside looking in. Mm-hmm. That you're you're going to be there. You're. Yeah, well, you know, it, I, honestly, it wasn't guaranteed. I mean, you know, because really, um, oh no, yeah, no. I, well, like I said, we, you know, um, we uh, had a whole nother thing going on because okay. we were cutting demo tapes and okay. stuff like that. And, okay, you know, he cut his demo tape. We cut okay. our demo tape. Um, you know, his demo tape was good. Yeah. Our demo tape was really, really, really good. good. Really good. Um, uh, but um, but I had a choice to make, um, yeah. and that was to keep going with the band that was, you know, that I was with. Yeah. Um, and Morris, and you know, um, the other there was a couple other members in the band. We had a new guitar player. Mm-hmm. Um, but Prince was still my my best friend. Yeah. You know. Um, <clears throat> And he kept asking me, you know, you know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta do this with me, you know. Um, he actually tried to get me. He said, you know, we should do a Brothers Johnson thing, 
Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, and I was like, man, you're already signed. They signed you. I'm like, you know, I said, but you know what? I got your back. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. whatever you need. And so, um, and so the rest is history. I wound mm-hmm. up going, uh, helping him pick the band, um, work out some of the material. Um, we went to, to Sausalito, recorded the first record, mm-hmm. uh, uh, recorded the second record and right on Beverly Glen, but that, mm-hmm. um, with Gary Bryant, which, you know, Prince and Gary had some interesting issues. Um, <laughs> uh, and then the the third album we did um, in the house that we did that photo shoot of uh, Dirty Mind. Dirty Mind. Yeah. yeah. Dirty Mind. Wow, wow, yeah. wow. Wow. It's rich history. It's just like, <laughs> I, it's, uh, it, uh, <laughs> I'm, I am at a loss of words because there's just so much. Well, what? I often wondered what was the what kind of triggered the change from the Prince album to the Dirty Mind album because there was a definite shift. Well, you know, think about music. I mean, yeah. music was evolving because yeah. you know we were coming off the disco yeah. vibe, and if you listen to that, there's a lot of disco stuff. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, you know all that. Yeah. You know, um, so there's a lot of that, which you know, yeah. and you know, I mean, me and Prince used to go to clubs. A lot. Yeah. I mean, we used to, you know, and the thing is, you know, obviously he didn't speak much. So yeah. I wound up doing a lot of talking. So I yes. would talk DJs into playing yeah. some of the stuff we were trying out, yeah. stuff like that. So that was always interesting, you yeah. know, because I would just, you know, try my whole little ghetto thing, you know, and, uh, you know, I thought I was like, uh, you know, James Cagney, Humphrey Bogart. Yeah, you're going to play this record, see? Yeah. You're either going to play it or you're going to have a problem with me. Understand? You don't want a problem with me, do you? But so anyway, um, but um, but I managed to get them to play a lot of stuff and, yeah. and try it out. And sometimes it worked and sometimes it didn't. Yeah. But I think the way it changed is, you know, if you listen, you know, because Prince is, is not a whole lot different. You know, obviously he's a musical genius, yeah. but he's not a whole lot different than a lot of other people because right. we're inspired mm-hmm. by, um, you know, people that are out there doing it, you know. Um, and, you know, there was a lot of groups out there um, doing a lot of different stuff yeah, yeah. and you know i mean you look at the charts like you know everybody else does he would yeah. look at him he'd go um this is number one i need to do something maybe in that you know yeah. mm-hmm. in that area yeah. and record companies are not shy about pointing that out yeah. to you i've had yeah. a record executive literally cut out the top 10 you know r&b and tell me you know why don't you do something like that yeah. and unfortunately or fortunately however you look at it because you know you know, I and then and Prince as well are artists, yeah. you know, and so, you know, we really um, take it serious, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. from our fathers, you yeah. know, I think they instilled a lot of that. So we really take what we do as art yeah. serious, yeah. you know, and, uh, and, you know, somebody trying to, you know, dumb our music down yeah. is not something that goes down easy. But, you know, I think at the end of the day, you know, you look at the charts, and, you know, I mean, you put a record out and, you yeah. know, you, it goes to a certain number, maybe not so high. Yeah. You know, then the ego starts to get in yeah. and starts to go, you know, I, I can do this stuff. I yeah. mean, I can do this stuff blindfolded yeah. and tie it behind my back if I mm-hmm. want to. Yeah. But, you know, so then you start going, well, let me see if, let me aim for it. Let me just yeah. see if I can do it. Yeah. And then, you know, you look at that, you see what it is, you go, yeah. mm, right bullseye. There. And then, you know, you hit it, you yeah. know, um, and I think that's part of his thing um as far as the change is concerned mm-hmm. yeah well what i loved about the dirty mind album was that the insert now the band has an i has identity mm. to yeah. the public that's true that's true you yeah. know what i mean yeah yeah it was the first time it was like okay 
this is Andre, this is Lisa, yeah. this is yeah. Dez. Mm-hmm. It's like now the band has identity. It's yeah. not just Prince. It's like there's a band. The, I mean, even though we knew the band and saw the band in videos, but now you had names. Yeah, but not not everybody did. And and I think it was a really conscious effort on Prince's part. And 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 I I really appreciate it. And I think the rest of the band did as well. Because, you know, in his band at that point, you really had a band of sort of leaders. You know, yeah. that was part of, you know, our push when we were doing it is to try to get, you know, um, you know, at least front men, yeah. you know, me, Prince and Des, you know, um, to uh to to be able to, you know, handle each part of the stage and Prince obviously the center stage. Yeah. You know, um and you know, I mean, you know, it's it's that was for him, that was really important. And then, you know, and I think um to sort of keep us, you know, engaged, you know, because everybody was kind of, you know, it was like we were like um, bursting at the seams to go do our own thing. You know, yeah. I mean, he always knew I wanted to go do my own thing because, mm-hmm. you know, we came into it with me, mm-hmm. you know, already. I'd already done, yeah. I basically had already done an album before he yeah, did. definitely. Um, but uh, so I was bursting at the seams. Des was kind of bursting at the seams yeah. in his whole his whole thing. And, and so what he did, which was re- very smart, is he... Um, had us, we went down to Colorado, down to Boulder, and uh, recorded um, an album uh, with, we called ourselves The Rebels, and, mm-hmm. and uh, we did that that album. There's a lot of really cool songs on that album. Yeah. But that kind of, you know, kind of kept us sort of in check. Yeah. And what I think that did was it sparked the idea of really giving, you know, these, these you know, people that he respected as musicians as in, and as people, give them an identity. Mm-hmm. And then I think when you saw Dirty Mind, it was reflected mm-hmm. in that because I think, you know, I think sometimes just being on your own yeah. is kind of lonely, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, it's, um, but, you know, people can identify with a lot of, a lot of different characters. Yeah. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and, and especially in that, you know, in that setting, you know, cause you had, you know, I mean, Matt's an unbelievable keyboard player. Yeah. Bobby's a phenomenal mm-hmm. drummer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, Gail yeah. was, you know, she was pretty cool in her own right, but it yeah. was Lisa at that point, you know, yeah. and she's, Lisa's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, Des is, blows me away. I mean, some of the music that Des yeah. did and just Des's wit, you know, it's mm-hmm. just, you know, everybody brought, you know, a special um, uh, air of sort of funk, sophistication, mm-hmm. Um, personality yeah. to the whole, you know, atmosphere, and yeah. definitely to the the live presentation. So, yeah. you know, they were more or less rewarded by, you know, letting the fans understand who these folks were. Yeah, and then he obviously carried it on with the revolution and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Yeah. So during the controversy, I guess probably <clears throat> while recording controversy, you made a decision to walk away mm-hmm. and start doing your so- doing uh, Andre Simone as a solo artist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Was there a moment where you just said, eh, it's time to go? Or was it just uh, just a decision that you just said, you know? Well, you know, it's 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 kind of a couple of things. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. well, partly, sh- sh- share what you can. <laughs> <laughs> what you want. Yeah. Well, you know, first and foremost, I mean, I, I literally said, you know, look, I'm going to, you know, I got your back. Yeah. You got to sign a three album deal. I'm, I'm with you for the, for three albums, you know, because, you know, I never, um, and it's no, nothing against him because I think he's phenomenal yeah. and he's, you know, a genius and all the different things that people ever always say about him is, is absolutely true. But for me, I was never interested in being in somebody's band because I was, mm-hmm. you know, he and I started out together and we were in a band together and that I was, I loved, you know, I mean, I loved the idea. I always thought 
I want to be in the most unbelievable band, which we managed to do. Yeah. Um, but to just be in somebody's band where they're the, you know, they're the main guy and I'm just some guy somewhere in the background. It's just mm -hmm. not, the, it's not, it doesn't fit with my, my right. character or personality in any way, shape or form. But him being my best friend, I was happy to do mm -hmm. it. And um, so I was down to do it for those three albums. And then after that, I was planning on bouncing anyway. But, you know, life happens, people mm -hmm. change, personalities change and fame and money, you know, can change yep. just about anybody. And, and unfortunately, that becomes the case. And I don't have any time or patience for that. And it happens. You started working with Owen mm. Husney. Yes. Who's fantastic. Yes, he is. Uh, <laughs> just saw him during COVID. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so you went on to release then music with him. Mm -hmm. You had your solo album. What year was that? Oh, now you're asking. Uh, <laughs> you're asking the tough questions. You asked like my mind. Or something. You asked me to flip on a mind switch. No, it was eighty-one. I, but I think it, it's eighty-one, eighty-two, because there was a period of time where my car was repossessed. Um, mm. It was rough. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, oddly enough, you know, Owen definitely um, helped me get a record deal. Yeah. But my record deal came. Initially, well, the first contact was I really didn't know um, how you go about doing stuff like that. All I know is I came off of that tour and was like, you know, I gotta, I gotta get my, I gotta get my stuff going because I had a lot of ideas and I knew what I, I was gonna do a whole different kind of music at that mm -hmm. point. Um, um, yeah. Um, but I had to change up. But you know, but time, you know, happened and I was just I called up. Columbia, because that was a co company I wanted mm -hmm. to be on. I mm -hmm. called him up. I said, "Listen, I'm Andre Simone, and I want a record deal. And uh, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a bad motherfucker, and you should just sign me to a record deal." And they laughed, you know, ha ha. And uh, they said, "Yeah, you know, Andre Simone." And somebody must have said, "Wait, if that's really Andre Simone, he's in Prince's mm -hmm. band. You know, you should probably see if he's got anything." You know, so, you know, and um, they said, "You know what? Send us a demo tape." And mm -hmm. I said, "Oh, okay." And so then I reached out to Owen. I said, "Owen, listen, you know, um, you know, I." made a phone call to Columbia and they said they, you know, they're interested in maybe giving me a record deal. So he helped me put together a demo tape and a package and we sent it and say this is me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's really kind of a crazy, you know, very Andre type story because yeah. I'm just so uh I'm I'm unorthodox and, you know, just I'm you know, just just do it. I'm and just gonna call him up. What's the number? I look for <laughs> the number of Columbia Records. Hi, is this Columbia Records? This is Andre Simone. <laughs> the Yellow Pages. So, yeah, pretty much. And you had three albums with them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Living in a New Wave, mm -hmm. Surviving in the Eighties, yep. and AC. Yep. Um, and you and one thing that I always loved that I want to kind of get your take on is mm -hmm. you focused on the future mm -hmm. a lot. Yeah. Rather than conceptualized about the future. What was your thinking about behind that? Well, first, <laughs> it was, how do I say this nicely? <laughs> first, I was going to do a funk thing, mm -hmm. Zoot Suit and the whole nine. You know, um, I had a whole vibe, mm -hmm. you know. I made the mistake of opening up my big fat mouth and telling someone about it. Yeah. And so the time was born. Mm -hmm. So I had to shift. Um, uh -oh. yeah. I had to shift and do something different. So I decided, uh, you know what? Um, I'm going to uh, do something different. Mm -hmm. And I loved, you know, craft work. Yeah. I was really into craft work. Yeah. I was really into Devo. Um, yeah. I was really, really into uh, David Sylvian and, mm. and a lot of Yellow Magic Orchestra and, you know, just 
I was always into different kinds of stuff. So I just, you know, um, I just plugged into that and, um, and it got me in a whole lot of trouble. <laughs> it, I thought I could do this fusion thing, yeah. but you know, I thought, you know, I really thought fans could appreciate somebody coming from that yeah. standpoint and yeah. doing something really different. And, and a lot of, a lot of them did, you know, um, but I do think, you know, because let's see, um, you know, in my mom's basement, we really kind of created a vibe and, and, mm -hmm. and, in the Jackson's basement, the Jackson lives right. next door to us. We did a lot of practicing back there, but that's where we, mm. we kind of really um, woodshedded and kind of created a vibe mm -hmm. and a musical kind of um, style. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I kind of got away from it. And so I'm kind of, you know, because, you know, was kind of there in the beginning. It's, it's, it's interesting now because so many other people that have come along after that vibe was kind of created are kind of getting a lot of credit which is fine which is great because you know i mean minnesota's breeded a lot of amazing yeah. artists but you know um i think what we initially sort of created um doesn't really get to be heard so much mm -hmm. so i thought it'd be great to go back and and, and kind of um pay respect for what we initially right. did down in my mom's basement and that kind of, you know, because we had a very, very, you know, people really don't know, but we had a very conscious mm -hmm. kind of musical mm -hmm. perspective mm -hmm. on how we went about um, creating what we were creating back then. And even on mm -hmm. his first records, you know, there was a very conscious production um, right. uh, uh, perspective. So, and I just kind of walked away from it. I mean, I did it for a few other artists, but I never mm -hmm. did it for myself. So I'm right. kind of eager to do, do that again. That that basement, wouldn't you think that's where the Minneapolis sound was created? I mean, when you think about the two of you first and then everyone that followed, all the artists that, you know, followed after, but when you really think about that's where it was created? The, you think the about root, the Minneapolis the sound? Of it, the yeah. yeah, I mean, you could say, you could say that to mm -hmm. a large degree, but, you know, I, I, I can't really say that completely because... Minnesota, Minneapolis mm -hmm. has a lot of amazing musicians, you know, and, and we were lucky enough to be able to see some phenomenal bands like, you know, like um, Flight Time, like right. the Family Back to Black, which was Sonny Thompson's band, mm -hmm. you know, and they are just as much a part of the Minneapolis sound. And so is Jimmy and Terry. I mean, you know, I right. mean, so it's hard for me to really say that, you know, to try to, you know, take credit myself right. for the Minneapolis sound or give credit to Prince for the Minneapolis sound because we were all influenced by everybody. Yeah. But there's a certain, you know, um, and, you know, I mean, we were just different, you know. Um, you know, everybody was really great, but we were just doing something a little different because mm -hmm. they had horns, you know. Right. Um, most of those bands had horn players and right. stuff like that. We didn't have horn players. We just had my sister, yeah. you know, and so we had her playing like you know, little organ patterns mm -hmm. doing horn parts mm -hmm. that eventually turned into synth, you know, because synths mm -hmm. came out and we yeah. couldn't afford one at first, right. but when we finally got our new keyboard that had like this, these little kind of cheesy sounds, we had her playing that. And that is how that, you know, and that's what I'm talking about getting back to, because, you know, obviously my uh, bass style was very unique. Um, mm -hmm. And everybody that grew up, you know, around the area at the time very much knew about my, you know, my spe specific bass playing style because right. you know people actually would actually want me to show them how do you do this how do you do that mm -hmm. and I, I would actually do it but you know but so i mean there was, there was a very unique and obviously prince came with his unique guitar playing right. and you know and put that together and morris i mean <laughs> morris was just it's hard to even 
that's one thing that really breaks my heart mm -hmm. is just how phenomenal Morris is yes. on drums and to think that he doesn't mm -hmm. play mm -hmm. as much as, you know, he should. Because right. I always wanted Morris to be, you know, when we when Prince got his record, I wanted Morris to be um, in, in, in the band. Mm -hmm. um, but Bobby wound up being, you know, because Bobby was always there. Right. And uh, and Prince really wanted to have a kind of a multi-racial mm -hmm. Sly and the Family Stone kind of vibe. So, mm. wow, it's fascinating. I've been like I'm drooling. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. I'm like I got my cards. I'm like so dance electric. Mm. Everybody loves that. Mm? What do you remember about that? I just want to know some like secrets yeah, or anything. How did you get? How did you end up? How did how yeah. did you end up with dance electric? Tell us. Wow, dance electric. <laughs> You know, um, let's see, uh, I think, um, if I remember correctly, you know, as, as would happen with Prince, you know, f throughout, until he passed away, I would always get a phone call and he'd, you know, play me music and, you know, whatever. And, you know, if I was in the air, if he was in, in town, he would say, come by here, come by there and whatever, you know, and, and we usually would connect and, and uh, he'd play me something and try to get my opinion. Stuff that we used to do when we were kids was like, you know, he kind of obviously missed that kind mm -hmm. of, that, you know, um, unbiased, right. <laughs> you know, unfiltered sort of, you know, that's amazing or that sucks or whatever. It's great camaraderie, um, the two of you. you know, yeah, no, I mean, and it was, it was really, you know, a two-way kind of thing because we were very, very competitive. Mm -hmm. um, but, um, but yeah, no, um, he said that uh, he had this song and he knew how, you know, um, into... Um, politics and stuff like that. I, I was always kind of into um, sort of political statements and things like that and making these old, all these subliminal things. But, you know, um, and he said, I, you know, I got this song, you know, it's, it sounds, it's, it's, you know, I'd keep it for myself, but it just, it sounds like you. And he kept telling me that. And I actually didn't want to do it because mm -hmm. I really didn't. I just wanted to do my own thing. Yeah. I didn't want to have the, you know, the Prince yeah. connection. I was trying to get away from all of that. Yeah. But, you know, I think, you know, I spoke to my mom and my mom was like, you know, he really, it's it's him reaching out, mm -hmm. trying to say, listen, let's just bury right. the hatching on all the other stuff because there was a lot of other um, issues that were, you know, surrounding what was going on. And, you know, and I thought it was a way to really um, put all that negativity behind mm -hmm. and really do something together. And, and uh, I was working on my album uh, here at Ocean Way. Uh, yeah, uh, Ocean Way, um, and uh, him and his dad came down, and uh, and we 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 you know he played the song, and we you know wound up working on it. He fell in love with my production. Of, um, his dad fell in love with my production mm -hmm. assistant Jamie Newman, yeah, um, and was just like fawning all over. I was like, uh, <laughs> I mean, literally, it was like it was it was it was, he was adorable. Yeah, he's 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 really really super super cool. But yeah, and 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 the rest. I mean, I know my record company was really you know, stoked, you mm -hmm. know, because they really wanted me to, to do that because obviously Prince was hot, right. you know, and, and they thought I was doing some weird space music, so they wanted me to do something, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, something. it was right on the heels of Purple Rain. And, mm -hmm. and exactly. That was right. Yeah. It was so prime, it was, prime yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah, so it was beautiful. It was, it was great. Well, you were producing. You were mm -hmm. producing everybody. You became? You were producing the girls. Okay. Thank <laughs> King. Yeah. And this, I put this in parentheses. You became, you left the camp and you became a super successful producer <laughs> on your own. And you were writing hits for Jody Watley, mm -hmm. who was your wife. You have a son. Mm -hmm. 
Oh. And those songs came out. Yeah. I, I remember I was like, you know, they were the best songs ever written for a woman. Yeah, she won a Grammy Award for Best New Artist. Sure that's, did. That's a, that's a pretty And pretty you were serious. the leading man in all the videos. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, wow. Don't you want me and some yeah. kind of lover. No, it was fun. Yep. I mean, yeah. Jody is she's an amazing... You know, when I heard her voice, I was like, oh, my God. I mean, I, yeah. I loved her in Shalimar. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but when I heard her voice, yeah. you know, we actually got in the studio. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God. She just, she's got yeah. the most... You know, um, amazing voice, her presence. It's yeah. just her, the way she delivers, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. uh, was yeah. just, it's so um, pure. Yeah. And, you know, and, and uh, yeah, we just, you know, I would write a bunch of songs and yeah. she would, uh, you know, she would write lyrics, you know, and come up mm -hmm. with stuff. And, yeah. you know, um, sometimes, you know, I'd, I'd send her maybe a tape with about five or six songs on it. She'd usually pick the more avant-garde ones and yeah. I'd have to say, but what about that one right there? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Oh yeah. Let me work on that. And yeah. wound up being looking for a new love. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but, wow. um, but yeah, no, that was, that was amazing. Yeah, um, monster songs. And, and I mean, you wrote, how many albums did you do on Joey? Three, four? I think we did three and then, you know, and then, you know. She'd, I mean, friends yeah. and, yeah. and real love. Yeah, no, it was. I mean, hit after yeah, hit. Yeah, was after a lot. Hit and then we had, hit. you know, obviously Eric B and Rakim. Yeah. And we had uh, Bennett Freed was our manager, both managed her and I. And he's, yeah. Bennett is an amazing um, music person. Yeah. Um, and he's just, he's a good person just all, all the way around. But I think he had a lot to do with pulling us, mm -hmm. you know, in, in directions and, and uh, guiding things in, in, in ways and, and really kind of making us look at things from different perspectives because yeah. it's always you know i mean it's always easy to say oh me or oh that mm -hmm. you know but sometimes there's other people that are you know that are involved that really kind of give you you know um insight he's the one who actually hooked me up with uh gardner cole and uh mm -hmm. and uh adamant so, yeah. yeah so yes yeah wow so we're looking here so you've produced and written songs for evelyn champagne king mm -hmm. pebbles mm -hmm. jermaine stewart hate, the yeah, girls yeah. Pretty yeah. Poison, Adamant, wow. James Ingram. <laughs> I mean, all right. <laughs> Tina Turner. Tina Turner. Ooh. Tom Jones. <laughs> tell us about tell us about that situation and how did that come Tina about? Tina Turner. Yeah, you know that. It was amazing, but you know it, it's it's slightly bittersweet because my record company would not allow me to um to I was under contract and okay. I was supposed to be working on a solo album. Okay. And they wouldn't allow me to travel. And I had to do her album. She was in Germany. And so um, they wouldn't allow me. I couldn't go do her album. Uh, so I had to do it by a satellite. Oh. So it was kind of crazy. It was like, I think, one of the early days of doing stuff like mm -hmm. that. you know. But uh, basically, it was basically doing it by FaceTime, which is crazy. But uh, yeah, it was new technology. But it was, you know, I mean, the song was uh, Break Through the Berry on uh, Days of Thunder. Wow. And um yeah. What about Adam Ant? I'm just curious because Adam Ant dated Denise mm -hmm. Matthews mm -hmm. Vanity, mm -hmm. and then you, as friends with Prince, start working with Adam Ant. What was mm -hmm. that like? I'm a big Ant fan. Yeah. No. Adam. Adam is amazing. Uh, you know, it's it's. I mean, me and Adam became really good friends. Yeah. Like for, we were really really good friends and hung out and we used to go over his house and watch boxing matches and we just got to be really good friends um we almost went motorcycle riding right before we were gonna go i think he he got hurt i think he 
uh, I don't know, either sprained his ankle or broke his leg or something yeah. happened. But uh, mm. but no, he's, he's, I mean, for one thing, he's an extremely, extremely, extremely smart mm. man, you know, um, and very, very knowledgeable about just about everything. Um, and we had so much fun. I mean, I, I think, I, I really think that might be the most fun I had working on a project because, you know, Adam's sense mm. of humor is just off the chain. Really? Yeah. Um, so we don't even know that about him. Oh, no. His, his sense of humor I, is just I could see off it. the I don't chain. Know him, but we, I could spent, see <laughs> we spent so much time laughing mm -hmm. and just having fun. Mm -hmm. And, you know, making that record was just a blast. And, you know, the day I met Adam, um, ran into Luther, which was interesting. Um, but the day I met Adam, um, we went to Hugo's, I think, you know. Um, um, here and, in uh, West Weho? Yeah. Yep. I yep. should live up the street. Yeah. And we sat out there, and I know um, just, you know, just listening to Adam talk, all the songs that I wound up coming up, coming up with, all just popped in my head, you know. From his just, just as I was just sitting there, verbiage. I was just sitting there listening, and by the time we finished lunch, and I went back to my, um, you know, I, I think at the time I was living in an apartment at mm -hmm. the Oakwood Apartments. I went and put the whole, all, I think I wound up doing, originally I was only going to do a few songs and he wound up asking me to do the whole album. How fun. But, um, that was yeah. in here in LA. Yeah, yeah. So you didn't go to England. No. Yeah, it was all done here. You know, I, no, I, I wanted to, I would love to have gone to England. Mm -hmm. I had a whole plan. Mm -hmm. I was going to do two drummers and his whole vibe. And he was like, no, I want you to do what you, what you, mm -hmm. what you do. And I was like, but you know. <laughs> And I, I always, that's one thing I always wanted to, I, I was like looking forward to, when I put it together in my, my mind, I had like, you know, two drummers and I was going to, you know, you know, I was going to hire, you know, bohemian musicians and all kinds yeah. of other stuff. And, <laughs> and he was like, no, he was like, and, and we wound up really just jamming and having fun. We did other stuff that had nothing to do with his, his record, just music. And we just, mm -hmm. we just had fun. It was just great. That's so great to yeah. hear about him doing all that. We had no idea. That's you know, great. his personality. I mean, you could see his attire, costume, and yeah, all that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. We, man. Well, I want to, you know, you mentioned a little bit earlier that you are, uh, you are definitely, at least from what I know of you, you're a politically astute person. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, um, you have definitely, in in recent years, been creating um, uh, some music that uh, I'll say politically intelligent. Mm -hmm. You know Thank what you. I mean. <laughs> um, and uh, so, so tell us about some of the material. I know there's tons of material that we haven't heard, mm -hmm. and we can't wait to hear. But but some of the things that I know that I've gone to it to, to pre COVID, mm -hmm. <laughs> I've gone to a couple of your shows here mm -hmm. in L.A. and mm -hmm. Some of your material, uh, funk and mm. rock and and <laughs> unbelievable stuff, and yeah. um, just tell us about some of your more recent projects that you've done. Well, recent, um, I'll, I'll work now and go back. Okay. I guess um, recent, we just released um, a Soulmates album, mm -hmm. um, which is um, me. Paul Peterson from the family. Ooh. Oh, nice. Um, Mick Murphy from the system. Oh. And Gardner Cole, who uh, uh, did, um, you know, Madonna's Open Your Heart and a bunch of other wow. stuff. I mean, he and I did a couple of Jody things together. Okay. Um, that album just got released, which is amazing because it, it, you know, we spent the summer of 93 just 
Yeah, we just all took time off mm -hmm. of what we were doing mm -hmm. and went into Gardner's studio in his garage mm. and we cut like, pff, you know, 20 some songs, mm. you know. Um, and then, you know, we, we kind of had a couple ideas, a couple of people had a couple of connections mm -hmm. and, and, but then we all got busy, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and then uh, one of the record company people that were working with us said, uh, we'd love to do that one song for Tom Jones, if that's okay. So oh. we wound up uh, doing um, uh, something for your head for Tom Jones from, that was on that album. But they just released that after 30 years, wow. you know. Um, so that, you know, and I'm, I'm really excited about that. Mm -hmm. But, you know, but going back to the political thing, um, what kind of got me back into music, because I took like a 27-year hiatus, yeah. which is insane. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but... Um, um, Trayvon Martin's, you know, uh, murder is what kind of got me back into it because I, I just thought that was such a travesty, yeah. um, and <laughs> I wound up writing a song about it, and you know, um, and I thought, you know what, I'm gonna, I don't know how many people are gonna buy it, but I just wanted to do something, so I wrote that, put it out, and said all the, you know, you know, um, all the uh, money would go to his mm -hmm. family's, you know, uh, um, efforts to try to seek justice, and yeah. you know, um, and then you know, I just you know, got into, you know, I just got into it because my mother was into it. And I thought, you know what, let me use my musical, um, you know, power um, and platform to try to do good stuff, you yeah. know, because I know my mom would love for me to do that. Yeah. And, you know, I think Prince would be, you know, proud of that as well because yeah. I, I kind of name-checked him back then because mm -hmm. I thought more people should get involved. Mm -hmm. And when uh, Barack Obama was running, I, I did a song and, you know, um, donated the proceeds to his campaign. Um, America. Yeah, yeah. Um and I actually did another song that I was trying to, to, to you know, that I wound up writing there, this amazing song that mm -hmm. I'd never, I didn't get to get it out. So I'm going to figure out what to do. It's called Yes, We Can. Mm. But I wrote it and was trying to get it to us. I love that. And, yes, we yeah. can. It's in Spanish, we always say, Si se puede, which is oh, yeah, our political yeah. anthem. Si yeah. se puede. That's yes, right. we yeah. can. Yeah. That's this beautiful. This song is, that song's amazing. I had to do something with it one of these days. But, Can't wait to hear it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, you know, got into a bunch of stuff and I've, been kind of doing that, you know, um, uh, uh, Bernie Sanders, I did some stuff working mm -hmm. on, uh, tried to put some stuff out, um, got people out to vote um, in Wisconsin and did a song for that. Mm -hmm. um, got some people, tried to get some people out to vote in Atlanta and, uh, and you know, got John Ossoff and uh, Warnock, you know, I didn't do it, but, you know, people came out yeah. and I tried to do whatever I can and put yeah. a song out, a video and yeah. try to promote that. And um, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, Keith Ellison, you know, I, I went when he was running for DNC chair. Yeah. Um, I went out there and uh, played to a crowd, met Nina Turner and did a thing for her yeah. campaign. So, you know, I really tried to get involved as much as I could. That's great. Mm -hmm. That's great. We need your voice. Yeah. I'm a grand, I'm a, I'm a grandson of two politicians. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I, yep. you know, yeah. I, 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 I yeah. feel all of that. I, uh, your mother, man, I got to tell you, you know, yeah. I, <laughs> I, I spoke your to your mom. Yeah. <laughs> your mom. I spoke to your mom on mm -hmm. the phone. I remember sitting in the Walgreens uh, driveway, uh -huh. a parking lot. Uh -huh. I must have talked to her about it two hours, something like, like that. Like my mom. Yeah. A uh -huh. uh, friend of mine, Jerry Cordette, put yes. us in touch. And yes. uh, he said, you know, you, you, you got to talk to Malia. You uh -huh. got to talk. And so uh, um, she called me up mm -hmm. and uh, I, we just talked. We talked about we talked about a bunch of stuff. Uh -huh. We talked about music and maybe getting together and yeah. working on some music. So. Yeah. And I mean, it was just, I mean, that conversation was an education. <laughs> oh, yes. I'm that was sure. an, that was an education for yeah. me, man. You are blessed. You're lucky, <laughs> you know, because, uh, you. 
I think all of us to have, yeah. you know, people, you know, that do what we do, yeah. you know, um, in the entertainment business. Yeah. I mean, it's important because it, it's 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 a, it's a kind of inspiration that makes you realize you can do it. Yeah, you know, right. um, sometimes, you know, that little bit is the push or the kick or the mm -hmm. shove. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> you right. need to push you over the that's edge. That's right. That's yeah. right. That's right. We gonna do the ten questions, or is there anything else you want? To do? I have one. Go ahead. One last question. Where were you when you heard the news about Prince? Huh. Um, I was at home, mm -hmm. and the crazy thing was, you know, because I'm a news junkie, um, and I was watching the news, and I just I couldn't take it anymore. Mm -hmm. I, you know, the Donald Trump stuff mm -hmm. was getting on me. I couldn't, you know, I, I just felt like. The media was trying to elect this guy, mm -hmm. um, and I just I, and I remember posting on Facebook um, or um, yeah I think it was either Facebook or Twitter I don't know if Twitter was really as much a thing as it you know became but I remember saying I'm sick of this you know I'm not I'm not watching TV anymore on that day right mm -hmm. and so I shut it off and you know and uh, I started watching um, Alfie mm. yeah. Uh, uh, Michael Caine, started watching Alfie, and um, there was a knock at my door, and uh, and I looked, you know, because it's like you know, I'm, uh, you know, no, nobody really mm -hmm. knows where I live, and I'm mm -hmm. a very, you know, um, I do quiet, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we do, <laughs> I'm a very quiet person, yeah. and you know, I'm not, you know, and so people knocking on my door unexpected mm -hmm. is is sort of rare, so I looked yeah. out. And I was like, yeah, they said, do you have anything to say? Oh, and I was Jesus. like, what are you talking about? And I just said, mm -hmm. go get, you know, said a few things and told him, you know, get to, uh, mm -hmm. and so, and then, you know, and shut my, you know, and, um, and I thought, that's weird. Mm -hmm. What yeah. are they talking about? And then I got a phone call from a friend of mine that said uh, something about um, uh, somebody um, found, you know, deceased at Paisley mm -hmm. Park. Mm -hmm. And uh, and they were trying to. They were saying, you know, you know what? I said Prince. He said, no, nah, I can't be Prince. He said, you know, Prince would. I think he said something like, Prince would uh, kill somebody else before he would allow somebody. Mm -hmm. Something crazy like mm -hmm. that. And I was like, and then uh, then I hung up, and you know, and then I got another phone call from him again. He said, uh, they're saying that it's Prince. And I was like, and then I. You know, then I got the knock at the door again, and they were saying, "What do you What do you think? You know, do you believe it? Is it true? Is it Is it?" And I'm like, and then I realized, oh my God, mm. that can't be. That. Mm. And then I just then I was in a total state of denial. Mm. Then I started making <clears throat> phone calls and um, eventually got to people that I knew, yeah, um, would know. And then it was like, and then I was just I I I, I didn't even know what to I didn't even know what to because I was teaching kids at my mm. kids grade school yeah. mm. and uh which was interesting because um it really didn't hit me which is odd but it didn't hit me until because i had to you know get myself together and go to my kids grade school mm -hmm. and teach yeah. you know the kids yeah, yeah. i would you know i was teaching you know i was playing guitar and they would sing songs and i was trying to teach them how to write music yeah and one of the kids said i heard your best friend die oh mm. and I just was like, I didn't even know what to say. Yeah. I, I was like, uh, you know, and 
I mean, after the kid said that, the principal came and just gave me a big hug. Mm. And I just melted. I mean, yeah. I just melted in her arms. Yeah. And uh, that's, you know, and that's it. And, you know, um, you know, and then I spoke with his sister and yeah. his brother and the family. And, and, and I just, you know, I, I still, you know, I honestly still in a little bit of denial. I mean, you know, only because, you know, I knew this guy. You know, this is this is my best friend, literally. Yeah. I mean, I've never really, you know, have had another best friend like that, and uh, and that was kind of it. And so, um, and so, all the different things you think about, you know, um, that you clown about, that you joke about, yeah. you talk about, yeah, you know, you talk. We used to talk about Elvis because we both used to be yeah. Elvis, yeah. Elvis fans, and we say Elvin, we'd say Elvis isn't dead. Yeah. You know, Elvis is somewhere yeah. eating a pizza. You yeah. Know? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And so I was thinking, part of me was thinking, Prince said, Prince is somewhere eating a pizza. No, he yes. didn't eat pizza. So I would go round and round. And, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, you know, it's just, I mean, it still breaks my heart because obviously it's way too soon because obviously he, in my opinion, had so much, so much more to give. Yeah. You know, um, artistically, yeah. Um, musically, spiritually, mentally, you know, um, you know, I, I, you know, always thought we would reconnect, you know, because... We always pushed each other, mm -hmm. you know. We always pushed each other, you know. Um, and I know he would have, you know, the music that I make, you know, he would have been, he would have had a lot to say about it. Mm -hmm. And you know, obviously, he would have, you know, if we would ever become, you know, kind of friends we were again, it would have been interesting to see what we, you know, what we'd have came up with, and yeah. you know, and and all the different things. I mean, you know, you know, I, I just, I always. You know, I don't have too many regrets. Yeah. You know, I don't believe in living in regrets. But one of the few things that I regret is us not really coming back together and being the kind of friends we were because we really, I think, I would have, um, you know, pushed each other in, you know, those those days where, you know, you really need somebody yeah. that is not going to just tell you what you want to hear. Yeah. But, you know, they're going to tell you what you need to hear. Just say yes, and, uh, right. Yeah, just yeah. Say yes and, you know, I was always... You know, I was always that to him. He was always that to me, and yeah. we were always that to each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm so sorry for your loss. It's all our losses. Yeah, yeah. But for you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Damn. Well, that, uh, switching uh. gears. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so we're gonna switch gears a little bit, and we're gonna kind of go through <laughs> what I call. Do we need? Do we need tissue? Nah. You sure? I'm good. We're going to thug it out. Um, that's fine. <laughs> okay, we're going to thug it out. Thug it out. Okay, we're going to thug it out. Okay, so we're going to go through a little quick lightning round of Seth's 10 questions, okay? okay? These are awesome. Tell me one thing about you most people don't know. I play basketball. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> what has been the best part about being Andre Simone? Um, my family, my wife. <sighs> What's been the most challenging part about being Andre Simone? My family. <laughs> <laughs> what has been your highest career point to date? Writing that song for Trayvon Martin. Wow. What has been your biggest career regret to date? I have one. Okay. Yeah, I don't have one. Okay. What's the biggest public what's the biggest public misconception about you? Um that I'm angry. Mm. Mm. It's 
craziest rumor you, you have ever heard about yourself? That I'm angry. <laughs> 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 it's the eyebrows. It's nothing to do with <laughs> if sex were food for you, what food would it be? Sushi. <laughs> if you could take places with one person for a day, who would it be and why? Apollonia, because she's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of work getting ready, though. <laughs> You'd be like, what? I'll take what it. this? Mascara? <laughs> These? Hey, I'll take it. <laughs> Finish this sentence. If I could do it all over again, I would... Uh -oh. Wow, if I could do it all over again. I mean, it's hard to say because I'm I'm doing everything. I've done everything that I want to do. Um, the one thing that I haven't done is I want to make movies. That's the one thing mm -hmm. that I, mm -hmm. I've always said I was I was going to do. And you shall. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, I I um, I've written like 17 screenplays, mm -hmm. something like that. Um, yeah. I have a. Turns out I have a thing for writing screenplays. I didn't know it, but uh, so that's. I guess yeah. that's probably it. And I want the public to know that I've been trying to get him to let me read the, there's a one script that something very special to him and I haven't read it yet, but I'm hopeful. It's one day. <laughs> All right. Well. Wow. Anything yeah. else? That was 10 questions. That was quick. Yeah. That was 10. Yeah. <laughs> 10 questions. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah. You happy? I think this is like. An unbelievable thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank yeah. you, Andre. Thank you for no, absolutely. spending this time with we us. got to do some music. Yeah, yeah. We got to do Take Me With You. The yeah. last time I sang that was at First Avenue. Uh, thanks to Bobby Z for mm. the Purple Heart Organization. Oh, you know, yeah. he's had some issues. This was uh, June 28th, 2014 at yeah. First Avenue. Yeah, I was there. Yeah. Yeah. Was yeah. It was... Um, it was a tough one because my father had passed away a couple of days before oh, that. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Um, mm. And so it was. I almost wasn't going to do that. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I know Prince wanted to get together and mm -hmm. uh, all of that. I just, yep. I wound up, oddly enough, with Matt Fink drinking away the blues in a Russian restaurant. Oh, no. <laughs> wow. That's so strange. It was very strange. You were with him, and that night I ended up, that was the night, uh, that Prince and I celebrate our 30th anniversary. Yeah. yeah. June 28th, 2014 at Paisley Park. Yeah, he had, you know, Third Eye Girl up there. and Yeah. Was, I was supposed to go, yeah. Yeah, it was incredible, you know. Was, was He's like, there's to... a party. And I was like, there's nobody here. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, June 27th is my birthday, so I had a... Yeah, June 28th. It was a weird, you know, I, and, and, you know, I mean, that... That might be a regret. I mean, mm. yeah, that, I, I'd say if, there, if I would say there's mm. a regret that um, I probably should have gone because, mm -hmm. uh, you know, he seemed to want me yeah. to show up pretty bad. And, mm -hmm. and I thought he was going to come in. Everybody said he was going to come in the yep. uh, show. Mm -hmm. And I was a little disappointed that he didn't come mm -hmm. in the show. Um, yeah. And he, he should have came and jammed, and, yeah. you know. Mm -hmm. And so I was pretty disappointed that he didn't, you know, come. And, you know, because how often do I, you know, you know, I don't do stuff like that very yeah, often. And, yeah. you know, right. I mean, he knew I was in town and, you know, yeah. he could have just came, jumped up on stage and we could have had a, a blast. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I mean, there's nothing you can do about that now. Yeah. I just, that's one of those things that I wish, mm -hmm. you know, whatever, you know, people could do to just, 
just re- always remember what it's really all about. That's it's, right. it's, you know, and get past all the things that you think it's all about. Because yeah. at the end of the day, it's about friendship. It's about love. Yeah. It's about unity. It's about people coming together and uh, doing what God gave you the the gifts to do. That's right. You know, and, and amen to that. Yeah, I mean that's it. I mean, I you know, I don't you know, I've never been you know, um, you know, into it for money. Mm-hmm. I just yeah. I I just never. Have. I mean, you know, I'd probably be very rich if I had. Yeah. I just have never, it's not, money is not a motivation to me. It's just, it's really friendships. Mm-hmm. So I take friendship very seriously and I take family and mm-hmm. people who I consider family yeah. very seriously, you know, because um, yep. I always have, because my family is a very close knit yeah. family. Yeah. And so people who, um, you know, allow me to be in their world and I allow right. in my world, I take it very, very seriously. Yeah. Awesome. Well, we love you, and I think that is probably the best note to go out on. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for Thank having you, me. Thank you, Andre. I love you, Thank my you. brother. You. God bless you. I love your family. Thank you so much. Oh, we got to have Andre. We have autographs. Yeah. Oh, we got to have autograph. What it was. All right. So for our fans, we've got some great Andre Simone CDs here. We're going to have them sign it for us, and we are going to do some giveaways, special things for our people watching. We're going to have our brother sign these for you. So thank you for watching. Thank you thank for you. watching. Thank you. We love Apollonia you. Apollonia Studio 6. And we'll we you love soon. you. Thank you. All right. Yeah. Fine. Let's do this. Right, let's, let's do this. You ready? Yes. All right. I know you're ready, but am I ready? <laughs> One, two, three, four. The pounding of my heart It beats so strong It's in your eyes What can I say? They turn me on I don't care where we go I don't care what we do I don't care pretty baby Just take me with you in me that's calling out your name baby we want each other all so much why must we play this game baby i don't care where we go i don't care don't care what we do i don't care pretty baby just take me with you I don't care if we spend the night in your mansion I don't care if we spend the night on the town All I want is to spend the night together All I want is to spend the night in your arms I don't care where we go, I don't care what we do, I don't care pretty baby, just take me with you. (laughs) That was fun, that was fun, that was 
Thank you, <laughs> Thank brother. You. Oh my cool. God, awesome. my palms are sweating. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Thank you, Prince. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Prince. That was a great. That's a great song. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. Thank you.